What up, what up? Welcome to the Thomas Game Podcast. I am one of your hosts. Oh, let me turn this up a little bit. DJ Realm Life. DJ, DJ, DJ okay. Realm Life. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you just have to hit it. And state your name, please. You know my name. It's just Tiffany. All right, and this is, again, Thomas Game Podcast, episode 17. How you doing this evening, dear? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. You know, shout out to all the lovers. Oh, I forgot to say, you know, live from the from the planet Love Tron. Shout out to all the lovers out there, all the singles out there, the baby mamas, baby daddies, people still holding hands, all Wait, that good stuff. People still holding hands. We hold hands. That's us. Everybody else don't hold hands. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you so, mean because of Corona? Nah, I'm just saying in, in general, people don't hold hands no more, man. Some people don't. Hmm, why surprised. not? I don't know. Okay, we'll talk about it on another episode. Yeah, so if this is your first time listening, or if you listened before and you haven't, please subscribe to our YouTube page, man. Like, share, leave comments. Also, you can check us out on other platforms as well, such as Anchor, uh, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts as well, man. And on YouTube, hit the notification bell. And yeah, y'all know the rest, man. I'm going to keep that short this time. So, it's been a crazy, crazy uh, turn of event. Last couple of days has been real crazy. Last, you know, yeah. what's going on in the news? That's what's going on with twenty twenty. Yeah. So, I really didn't want to get into this, but I guess we have to because it gets me more upset than anything else. But you know, there's this problem that's going on. That's been going on in our community, so we have to, you know, use our platform, you know, I guess, to talk about it. You got to use the sexy voice to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a jerk. <laughs> I'm just saying, you're talking all smooth. You get me every time. So, if you are unaware, a uh, young man by the name of uh, George Lloyd uh, had a situation where you know, he had a counterfeit bill. And it was, if I'm not mistaken, it was a $10 bill. You know, he went to a mom and pop shop. I guess they called the cops on him. And the cops came out. Um, you can see this video every, everywhere. It's, it's, um, I'm pretty sure you've seen it by now if you haven't. I'm pretty sure you have. Yeah, everybody's seen it by now. Yes, it's, it's been on CNN, news. Fox, everywhere, IG, everywhere. Mm-hmm. People at work talking about it. This was in Minneapolis. Uh, cops got on top of this guy, you know, neck on his throat. Of course, he came out and said he can't breathe. They ignored it, and he died. So this is, you know, another uh, sad and, and, and tragic event. So we wanted to, uh, first and foremost, I want to uh, give our prayers and condolences to his family. To his his wife, his, uh, I don't know how many kids he has. I know he has kids, but prayers and condolences to his kids. The whole Minneapolis, you know, I want to give my prayers and condolences to them. So what was the uh, the question that you wanted to, to bring up regarding that? Um, let me pull it up. Because I'm sure it's something, this question I'm about to ask, I'm sure it's something that every black parent is concerned with. Um, especially if you have a black son. Um, okay, so I've seen it on one of my friends' um, story. And the question is, how do you or how do I protect and prepare my son with everything that's going around with um, this racism and these black men 
being targeted for no reason because they're black or whatever the, whatever the case is like how do you prepare your kids for this oh the, the one way you can't prepare them is to have them look at what's going on you know if they're old enough to understand understand have them watch, even though they're not old enough to understand have them watch what's going on uh, let them know see what the world thinks of us you know we've been targeted forever like this is nothing new it's just it's being caught on video now right it's being caught on video and it, it just makes you scared for the young black boys young black men that um eventually at one point or another is going to face a cop and they're going to be scared yeah you would have to have that conversation with your son you know let them know that yeah. you know this how not all cops you know, let's be clear on that. All cops are not bad. All cops are not crooked. All cops are not racist. You but you don't know because they all wear the black and blue and they wear the badge. So when your son or child, you know, comes in contact with one, what do you tell them? Are Should you tell your kid, you know, just do what they say. Don't resist. Don't talk back. You know, keep your hands on the steering wheel. Yeah, you would, you would, you know, the same conversations that, uh, I never really had those conversations. Maybe, maybe brother, cousins, but maybe we had those conversations. You would have to tell your son. I would tell my son, you know, when you come across the officer, you know, try not to have an attitude, you know, just, yeah, just be compliant. Just just listen and don't have an attitude with, with the cop. Don't give a cop a reason to want them to do something yeah, to you. Yeah, you don't have to have a reason. Apparently, you could be jogging in the street. You, you, you have counterfeit money. Yeah, you don't, but you don't want to. You know, it could be that cop that... You don't want to be a, a, you know, a re, you don't want to give them a reason. I understand what right. you're saying with that. You don't want to give them a reason to, you know, pull you over or to say that you're resisting arrest or anything like right. that. But it's like some of these men didn't even have a chance to, you know, prove their innocence. Yeah. They're not even giving them a chance. They're just shooting them because they look suspect. Right. And that's not fair. Like, I don't I don't know. I don't know what else to say about that. And I granted, granted it's not all cops. I get that. But for the white racist ones, they really need to find some type of disciplinary action where it's affecting them because they know they're going to get off. Yeah, usually what, what happens is, you know, it's, it's disgusting, all of this. Usually if they get fired, if, that's a huge if, they'll be put on it, they'll be put on, they'll be put on administrative leave, you know, with pay and all someone, that. And we, there's proof and there's evidence. They need to be charged just like anybody else. That badge should not protect them from being charged with murder. If True. they, you know, if they murdered somebody, that was murder. True, definitely. But you know, I mean, we, we gotta, we gotta have our, those talks with our son first and foremost. You know, don't, don't come in acting crazy, like we said. Don't give him a reason. And more than ever, you know, my generation, generation before us. We used to frown upon having phones. Now, this may be the time more than ever to have a cell phone available on. If, mm -hmm. if, you, if you're not by yourself, make sure the person with you is recording everything. Because without these videos, these guys don't get caught. These guys don't get, you know, charged. These guys don't, you know, get punished for what they've done. So I would say you have to have a phone available. Yeah, you would have to. And constantly uh, talk to your kids about what's going on, but I mean, I'm afraid. I'm afraid for you. I'm afraid for my dad. I'm afraid for, oh my God, my son, for Jay. 
right. think I'm more afraid for him than anybody because yeah, you know with, with him, him he's autistic. he has two he has two strikes right he one he's black two he's autistic and we saw what happened what was that two years ago mm-hmm. down here in North Miami where the police officer you know thought that the autistic guy had a gun and in that case I don't think he was verbal. He wasn't ver- the one in Miami, right? Right, in North Miami. He wasn't. And he was he playing wasn't, with a toy truck. He didn't know right. what was going on. And the and the cop thought it was a gun. And the cop actually tried to shoot the autistic man and right. shot, you know, the caretaker. his right. So, mm-hmm. you know, my son has two strikes against him. Right. So, you know, I'm definitely concerned. You know, when he's old enough to even get out there in the street and and and, and something right. may happen. You want to protect them. You want to keep them by your side. You know, but it's like we we can't do that forever. But I, I, I'm afraid for him to go anywhere without yeah. us. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we can't live like that. We can't live in fear. But it's like, what do you do? If you see, I mean, there's no justice in any of these cases. There's no justice. And, and with that being said, you know, with no justice, it's. I feel like I'm hope I'm wrong, and I'm not wishing any violence toward any cops because I have cops, friends that are cops and are detectives. So I don't wish any harm on any police officer. But it's gonna be a war because we're tired. People are tired of, of no justice being served, uh, their relatives being killed out here. So some of these cops going to get knocked off. That's what's going to happen. And that's just Probably. what it is because people, we, we know, we can only be Martin for so long. A lot of people going to turn into to Malcolm. I mean, I hope it does not have to lead to that. I, I hope not I, either. I hope justice prevails, but considering have a history. The, the, the history, it, it probably won't, but it's the history of these white cops. It's the white cops, and it's like, it's not, it's not fair. Like praying, like praying is great. We have to you know, live praying. in fear every time a cop comes behind us or yeah. pulls us over or asks us, you know, what are you doing in this neighborhood? Yeah. Not even we, like the men, especially the black men, is yeah. who I'm, you know, more afraid for. And, and, and like I was about to say, praying is not enough at this point. Praying and protesting. What they yeah, what they did what they did what they did what they did in the fifties and sixties that's not working while you while you're praying on the corner that's what I'm saying you know what they're doing now in Minneapolis because of what yeah. happened rioting looting and and, and and I don't agree with that I mean like no, I, said, I, don't I don't believe in you know revenge and violence and all that but something has to be done and if the courts or the justice system doesn't work this is what happens this is what people do if they go to the precinct look whatever at this point with me because that's how upset I am. Right. You know, I don't agree with you burning down your whole neighborhood. Like, I thought we learned mm, our lesson from, not. you know, the L.A. riots. If you want to burn down City Hall and the, the precinct, go ahead. I, I don't care at this point because innocent, you know, a, a man that, you know, he didn't have to die for having a, a counterfeit $10 bill. That's just plain and simple. But don't don't right. burn down your own hood. That don't. whole situation was excessive. It was Uncalled for. He was a coward. They called the police because he had a counterfeit. What was it? Ten dollars. Ten dollars. Ten dollars. So this man lost his life for ten dollars. Ten dollars. Yeah. It's, it's not worth badge. it. After telling this man he couldn't breathe because he had his um, knees in his neck. Yeah, the story getting old, man. Like I say, like just no more praying and protesting. It's not why are you praying and protesting. The races are chilling in the AC, not not worried about it. So. People are getting I tired. Think we people, need to, you know, keep talking about it, and you know, nah, it's keep gonna take it more. Right. It's gonna take Just more than talking stop. at this point. I think people get so relaxed once you know it, it passed or a certain time has gone by. I think we, as a community, we as Black people, especially, need to get together and you know, join join together and and try to make a change because it's gonna start with us. Those 
cops don't care. Yeah, this story is getting old. Um, this is why voting in your areas is so important because a lot of these guys, a lot of these cops turn into judges. And these are the same people that hold people fate. These are people that will take up for cops. These are people that will, they'll, they'll get off. But talking and all that stuff, hashtagging, at this point with me, it's, it's not enough. Again, I'm not asking for violence, but a lot of people are going to see eye for eye. They're going to have that mentality. Like, they may try to get this guy's address and tighten him up, if you know what I mean. Like, and people are going to, there's no justice. They may want street justice. They may be innocent. People get knocked off because of people getting tired of this. We I seen mean, that happen a couple years ago. Like, that's what's going on in Minneapolis right now. I remember in the, in the and Bronx. The crazy thing is, you see more white people out there yeah. um, rioting and looting. Like if you turn on the news right now, it ain't just the black people that's out there. People are fed up. Yeah. They put their trust and the confidence in these cops, and then they turn around and see them murdering somebody. This why age for me nine ten years old when NWA made at the police, we knew what it meant. You know the yeah, world. The world for so long is just being caught on camera now and yeah. more exposed. But you know the world thought that you know every you know black folks was angry, black men in particular. But it was reason why these songs was being made. You know I don't had guns drawn on me by police before. I don't had situation with cops. I didn't do anything. So this this is nothing new. So people are tired of it, man. You know I could go down the list: Sean Bell, Eric Gardner, you know Mike Brown, Tra- you know Trayvon Martin, like. Like it gets old. The young lady, the lady that died not that long ago, Brianna T- uh, Taylor, yeah. yeah, and she was a cop. Like it gets old. Like yeah. every week, it's another black person dying by someone behind a badge. And and all my black people out there, especially my black men, this is a time that you know everybody, black men, black women. Like this is a time that we have to unite and we have to be more consistent on it. Like like you said, we cannot go hard on this for a week and then that's it. We have to unite and be together like white people are scared of us and then once we realize that we are stronger together than against each other like we'll take over this world everything we do we make the world go around and i think we have to realize that like we need each other more than ever but and you know what i don't think that's going to change i don't think no matter what we do they're not going to stop being afraid of a black man yeah I don't think, I mean, we're, we're already, it, you know, black like men said, are already placed in a box that they're, you know, violent and that, you know, they're thugs and they're gangsters and not all, but we're all put in, a, in that box. Like I say, it's going to take some of these coppers to get knocked off then. And it's going to be some innocent cops getting lost. It happened in, in the Bronx when somebody rolled up on two cops in a car and it just let I mean, off. I hope, gonna, doesn't, I hope it doesn't that's go gonna to happen. that. But, it's going to happen. I hope it don't, but. Maybe they open their eyes on how to train these guys. Maybe they need to have they need to have more of us in our community anyway, because we know how to deal with us better than anybody mm-hmm. else. So it's gonna like just like anything in life, it's gonna take a lot of, of lives lost. It shouldn't for people to understand. And some cop I'm telling you, some cop is gonna get knocked off. People are tired. The justice system does not work. People want street justice. And I hope, you know, I'm wrong about that, but I'm getting angry, so I'm going to get off of this. Yeah, but, you know what I'm saying? Like, a bunch of pigs. I hate pigs, but not all it's y'all. Just but a bad just, no just, matter what. No matter how you again, look at it, it's just a bad situation. Our prayers and condolences go out to, you know, Greg Lord and his family again. And rest in peace to him. Absolutely. Rest in peace to all our fallen soldiers out there. And, and 
You know, it's just ridiculous. It's disgusting, man. Pray for the world. Yeah, man. So well, let's get off of this, man. All right. So Cop let's, sucker, let's man. jump into the next topic. Um, and it's funny. This next topic, so many people have been reaching out to us to talk about this. And we kind of been pushing it back. But um, <laughs> you ready to get into it? Yeah, let me okay. see see about going on live. Um, last week on episode sixteen, we briefly talked about it. Oh, right, we did. We, we did, did bring it up. But we y'all said, need to check that out. The last episode does size matter. And um, ladies, if you guys are listening, I'm told y'all I wanted to do a spinoff um to that episode. So if you're interested in joining me, let me know. Contact me, DM me, text me, call me, whatever. Y'all can come to the house if you want to. I don't, I don't know about coming to the house. Y'all can come to the that. house because I'm, I'm over that. this social distance nah, crap. But, well, you know, Zoom, I'm going to check Zoom your temperature is, before you get in the door. Zoom is still available. Yeah, you guys can, you know, I can call you guys, you know, with this new fancy Rollcaster machine that my husband got. We can call you guys, Zoom. But I want to have a conversation. Does size matter? And I'm not talking about the ring this time. See, the last episode we was talking about the ring. This time we're going to talk about uh-huh. the eggplants. Okay, um, and also, yeah, off of that, don't do that. if you have anything that you want to uh, discuss with us, you know, you can remain uh, anonymous. Uh, you can reach us at the Thomas Gang 2020 at gmail.com. Yeah, we got some emails today um, okay. about the in-laws, so we're going to get into that. And we'll read it live on the air. And also, you know, anything you want to uh, discuss with us, again, it's the Thomas Gang. The eggplant. Wow, that one. You're talking about that thing. You got to. Okay. All right. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> the Thomas Gang 2020 at gmail.com. And oh, what's up? What's up, my lady? My lady's here. She, she's ready. Rocking, so, locked and loaded. Okay. Yeah, so go ahead and get into uh, what was that question again? Okay. So we're going to talk about the in laws. I posted some questions on our story today. What was the question? I'm pulling it up. Pull it up. You pull it up, nigga. You all the time I pull, pull up, it up. Man. You, you supposed to be prepared. Up. Pull up. I was, and then you jumped. You man, come on, man. Come on. Um, interrupted me and started jumping come into on. something else. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Your friend's slow, man. Go ahead. Hey, friend. Just ignore him. Do you think your marriage or relationship will be negatively affected if you do not get along with your in-laws? Hmm. So what do you think? Could it be? Will it, you said could it or will it be affected by the in laws? Could way, it be? Could it be? Would it be? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, can you be more specific though? Well, eighty percent of our followers said yes, so it just depends. I mean, why do you feel like it could be? Well, you know, in laws could be in the way. You know, you don't want anybody to get in the middle of your relationship especially marriage. So they could, they could, by them giving their insight, that could be a problem. Uh, the in-law, too much, if they're too much in your, your business, right? Right. That could be a problem. Giving a two cents, that could be a problem. Uh, some in-laws, you know, not mine. I have great in-laws. Yeah. Some, I have great in-laws too. Some in-laws will try to dictate the relationship. <laughs> like you're married to them. Mm-hmm. So you know that that could, it's it's a lot of ways that could be an issue, and that could be a strain in relationship. You know, the the person could be hell. Am I married to you or am I married to right. your parents? And you should never um, make your spouse feel like they have to compete with your with their place in in your life. You know Not what I mean? All. 
and neither the father-in-law, not the mother-in-law, sisters, brothers, nobody really should have a say so when it comes to your when your household or right. your marriage. Right. You know what I mean? And your household should always, always, always be first. So, and if the the husband has a problem with something the mother-in-law says or the father-in-law says or is doing, um, and vice versa, then I think that you have to be understanding with that and set limits, set boundaries, have those conversations. Because if you constantly feel like you're competing in your spouse's life, like you should always be number one. And if you feel like you're becoming two, three, four, whatever, that's going to be a problem. I think it'll be a problem for anybody. Right. So the first question on IG Live is, so I have a question. Is that a deal breaker, though, if your mother or father don't like your spouse? That's a good question. You answer that. Would that you be a deal breaker? If the mother... Oh, we, we talked about that on one of our um, episodes. Yeah, we did. We did. Um, It probably would be, but... Not if I'm already married. Don't don't tell me you don't like my spouse after we done got married <laughs> because that's just going to be a personal problem. That's something you need. We, If I see that it's not going to work out in the beginning of the relationship and we're a couple of months in, yeah, you know, I'll talk to my parents to see what the issue is to see if we can work our way around it. But if they have a legit reason, because I'm one of those people, I care what my parents think. I'm very mm. close to my family. Mm. You know what I mean? But once we say I do, yeah. Their opinion does not matter. Right, it shouldn't. But yeah, in-laws can be a problem in the relationship. It definitely can because you know, whoever yeah, it is. You have resentment if you feel like your spouse is constantly going between you and their parents or you and their mother or you and the father and it's always um like 50-50. You're going to have a problem with that. Nobody should have 50-50 of your time but your spouse. Matter of fact, your spouse should always come first. I so, mean, I know I keep saying that, but. So how do you handle that? So what happens if, you know, a mother-in-law continues to, you know, butt in the, the marriage? What do you do? How do you handle that? Well, the spouse, whether it's the husband or the wife, um, they need to come to the realization that they can't be there. All the time for that parent. So what do you do? It's not for me to. It's not for me to to decide. It's for my spouse. Right. You have I, a decision to make. So you're saying if I'm the one that's caught between my spouse and whoever my parents, whoever parent is given the relationship a problem, what the, what does that person do? What would just say hypothetically speaking, yeah. you had that problem? Oh no. What would this, you do? I mean, it's evident. I'm not gonna let that be an issue for me. But I have that understanding. That's what I'm saying. So if it's you. I would expect you to set that boundary, have that conversation, and I would expect you not to be as involved with your parents. If it were me and you, I would expect you to to do something about that. I would definitely would expect more. Right. So the person, parents who have the issue, that spouse should go talk to their parents to say, hey, you need to. Or if they can't talk to them, then they just need to put their foot down and just. Yeah, that's talking to them. You yeah. put your foot down. You you talking no, to them. No, make a decision. I was gonna say put their foot down and make a decision as to what they're going to do because it's obviously affecting the relationship. Yeah, put your foot down. Mm-hmm. Put your foot down. Say, hey, mom. You know, I appreciate what you're doing. Your input, whatever. But I got this. That's my wife. I'm my husband. We could take care of it. We got it from here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's would be the best thing to do. But also, it's not even just about the in-laws buttoning in, too. Like, 
I feel like some in-laws are, they're always around. (laughs) I don't think they're going anywhere. You're married to their child. You might be married, (laughs) but I don't need to see and talk to you every single day. In-laws do that? Every day? Some some in-laws do. Some in-laws do. And it fits to a point where it's starting to cause a problem in my relationship. Then I think I would... um, Scale back a little bit. Scale back on what? On the relationship? No, on the constant um, being available to my parents all the time. But ladies say some do. Yeah, you should not be available to your parents 24 hours a day, every single day. Well, when you say available. Meaning whenever they call. Why do you have to see them every single day? Why do you have to jump because they need you for something? You see your parents every day. But that's my choice. That's not because they're calling me. Yeah, I got you. I'm saying if they need me for something. If every day my mom calls me, take me to the store. I need to go here. Let's do this. I need that. Or my dad or something like that. And I'm Mm -hmm. constantly taken away from us and taking away time that I could be spending with you. Yeah. Well, You would have a problem with it. Well, yeah, I probably would. But we have to consider, too, certain situations. What if that's the only child... You know what I'm saying? That and and when the parents call them, they'll help they're helping that parent. But it has to be a legitimate reason. Don't just call me because you know I'm gonna do it. Mm. You have to have a legitimate reason. Well, that's and something we will never know. If my parents are old and they can't get around and that you know, I'm probably the closest one to them, which I am out of my sisters. I live the closest to them. Um, yeah, I'm gonna do it, but I'll have to Set a day, you know, get a schedule going. All yeah. right, I'll come, you know, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. I'm not coming every single day, and I'm not going to come just because you called me. Yeah, I think any spouse would have there, an issue. It's my choice. Yeah, I think any spouse would have an issue if their significant other is going to their parents' house every day, every time that they call them. I think every that'll, time that they yeah, call. I think that'll, that'll be a huge problem. That would be. Yeah, yeah it would, but. Yeah, so I think that that would be the right thing to do is, you know, whatever spouse. Uh, you would resent, like, that person would be resenting. You would have resentment in your relationship. That's what I mean when I say it can negatively affect your relationship. Absolutely. The spouse also may feel neglected. Like, you know, you spend more time over there than with me. You might as well move back in with your with your mom. <laughs> they oh, might They might say that. Or your dad. I don't even want to say oh. it's the the father in laws. Yeah, the father. I don't think the father in laws do. It be the mother in laws. And you know what? Tori Terry, what up? You know what I think. And this is just my personal opinion. I'm no therapist. Uh-oh. I'm just look going, out. I'm just observing. Look out. Um, I see a lot of in laws and mother in laws. Um, because we got an email from this guy. I'm gonna read partial. It was a long email this guy sent. Read the about short his version. Mother in law, but I think. It be the mother-in-laws yeah, we that spoke are up. single and not married and don't have a husband. Uh, we And they call on their sons for everything. Steph, what up? But if they don't have no husbands and they're single, they, they're going to call their, same, their son. Vice versa. Like with this young man who sent the email, I'm going to get into it later. Shonda, what with up? With his wife, her mom called her make oldest it. daughter for every single thing. Her mom called her all the time for everything. Mm-hmm. And even though I think her mom had other kids, she was the oldest. So her mom called her for everything. She was single. And she went. The mom was single. She had she had no no little friend. No, no, no somebody always she got a friend. Have a friend. That's why I say you might get what your mama got. If you got a friend, you might get what your mama got. 
You know what? I don't. I don't know what that means, and I'm not. You even know what that means. You know what that means. If you I'll only have my husband be having his own little dialogue. If you only have a friend, if your mom only got a friend, you might get what your mama got. That, that, that's what that means. Okay. No, don't touch nothing because you don't know what it is. <laughs> no, no, I turned it down so they can't. Watch out. Go. Say what you're saying. I was say what you're saying. Put the crickets. Uh, but go ahead. Go ahead. But it's it's good. It's, it's all right, Shonda. You made it. You made it. You good. Yeah. Go ahead. Because some some of the in laws, like our parents, don't do that. But both of our parents are married. Yeah. Well, most, so they're not as needy. Most most father in laws stay out of it. They're not gonna get but into I'm that. Talking about the needy part, like nah. our parents are not needy, yeah. but maybe because they're are they considered young? Oh, I hope we don't get in trouble for this. Like my parents and they. I'm 60. not gonna answer that, but <laughs> <laughs> staying out of that. But I'm just saying they have each other to depend on, to lean on. You uh, know uh, what I mean? They don't lean and depend you know on who, their children. You know who gets a pass? If that mother is is older and by herself, and and right. it's only one child, I feel like they should well, get a that's pass. Understandable. Yeah, yeah I, I they think get I would a pass. Be a little more understanding and lenient yeah. towards someone in that position. But, but but if she has other options, and you run to that parent all the time, you should not be dependent on your kids, especially ones who are married. You, I just don't agree with that. Yeah, but Do you? No, no. Like I said, if it's other siblings. I think everybody should step up and help yeah, your mother. That's your mother. Everybody needs. It should to not help. be whether you're the youngest or the oldest. Right. It should not be. Uh, my sisters would kick my ass if they were always doing stuff for my mom and I'm not doing anything. Okay, my lady says I think that's a true statement about the moms being single and depend more on their sons. Well, you know, yeah, like that. You know, mothers and sons have. But a, not just sons. I mean, they do have a special relationship. Yeah, they absolutely. Depend on all on their and, kids. And if the father's not around, yeah. he 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 has been the man in the house. Oh, that's You know true. what I'm saying? So he is not going to turn his back on his mother. He don't need to turn his back no. on her, but there should be limits to how available you are to your mom. So what happens if if, if this guy continues to do what he's doing? I mean, like I said before, personally, I think there's a lot of resentment that's going to build up in the relationship. You're going to have a lot of resentment. Yeah, because um, your wife is going to have an issue with it, obviously. And then your mom is going to have an issue. With mm-hmm. it. You know, but she, you're not married to your mom. So your main priority should be your wife. That's who you are joined with. You 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 left your mom once you left her house. Does this happen? Oh, okay, Steph says, stop making your son your husband. <laughs> right, friend, you're right. <laughs> so who does primarily, who does thing, this happen thing, with the more? The expectations they have on their sons is the expectations they should have on a husband, not a son. And I think there needs to be a line there. There's like, how do you separate the two? So is this more of a mother and son thing? No, because no? I think it's just in-laws because sometimes... The mothers and their daughters, you know, the mom, the daughters always going to their moms for things and always asking their moms for advice and always leaning on their mom. So it's just that a, could be the mother-in-law. Too. Yeah, so that does happen. In-laws. Yeah. And I don't even want to say in-laws. It's the mother-in-laws particularly. I don't really hear too many stories about father-in-laws. You won't. And sisters too. You won't. I'm glad you do not have a sister Hell, because I'm glad sisters I ain't got a sister. the sisters be hating. The sisters be hating, but sister. you don't have a sister, Thank so we're God. not going to get into that. <laughs> Yeah, who wants a sister? What the hell? What? But yeah, the father-in-laws <laughs> don't. The father-in-laws don't get into that. They'll they will have a conversation with the guy before y'all get married. If if there's an issue, he may talk to the daughter and give say what he say. 
Yeah, because he want, the, at the end of the day, he just wants his father, ha- I mean, his daughter happy. And the mom, That's want, what most and the mom, want. and the mom wants happiness too. The mom wants happiness, and the mom want to put her two cents in y'all marriage. I agree, my lady. The fathers ain't got time for that mess. Yes, call me when it's an emergency so I could get my pistol and I could take care of everything else. I ain't got time for all the other stuff. Let your mama deal with that. The fathers don't care. Baby, call me when it's a problem and I'm right here. Hear it, and you can call them. They still don't want to hear it. You could call. No, I'm talking about the dad. If it's something, if it's something going on, they're going. Yeah, absolutely. My dad will be on star. Press what you got to press. Press one, and I'll be right there. My dad will be here. Cocked and loaded. Yes, really, Shonda. You know, you know. You know Uncle Tim is about that. You know what I'm saying? You, she, you, she you know, know your uncle. You she know. done called him a few times and you know he showed up so, ready. Locked and loaded. You know what I'm saying? That's why I ain't got no daughters because, man, man, shoot. But Yeah, so you don't, it's, it's the women. It's the mothers absolutely. and the sisters. I'm glad you hear to say it and it ain't just me. But, yes, it's the it's the mother-in-laws. You know what I'm saying? Not all mother Not all of them. I think from just my observation, I think the most needy independent ones are the Single moms with no man, no boyfriend, no husband. Well, yeah, that's understandable. That's understandable. It may be understandable, but it still don't make it right. You should not be calling on on your kids for everything. Your kids don't owe you anything. Your kids, um, they don't owe. Uh, well, yeah, you, technically they don't. Once you turn eighteen, I don't know in how it goes in other cultures, but in American Black cultures, once you turn eighteen, that string is cut. That Look, umbilical cord was. It's gone. It's gone. They don't owe you. You either gonna sink or swim once you leave my house. They don't owe you anything, but you have. I feel like you have a unwritten. You have an unwritten obligation to take care of your parents when they get older. Yes, you do. Well, my parents are different. My parents will don't expect anything from me. They didn't raise me that way. They never raised me to be that I owe them anything. But because they raised me to be a respectable, young, humble person, I'm going to be there for them. But oh, it's not okay. an expectation. But it's they, not they, an didn't, they didn't tell you that. My parents ain't tell me that. But that's like an unspoken rule. Like, when your parents right. get older, you take but, care of them. And my parents don't ask me for anything. And of course they're not going to ask you. They're not going to ask. Mine ain't going to ask you. But those and are your if parents. if I tell them no, they're not going to resent me. They're not going to give me no issues. They're not going to give me cut no attitude. They're not going to have no attitudes. Nothing. Shonda says, oh, I called my daddy one day and he didn't pick up, but my, I guess I put, oh, my uncle came to my rescue and was like, where that nigga at? Right. Yep, I that sound that. just That's like That's why him. I just said, my that daddy, I'm telling like, you, he's that oh, man. man. My daddy I, is that I man. I got to get it. I got to. He don't care. Sisters, I mean, my uh, my sisters, my cousins, nieces, Damn, whoever, I need to, my dad will show up. I need to have that gunshot up. <laughs> gonna get that next he they, didn't go yeah. shoot nobody he, i bet he had the pistol on him i bet he had a pistol on him maybe two <laughs> he had two no. pistols on each leg i bet he did my dad is ready he is about that life he will come in no question no hesitation so people out there listening leave your comments uh let us think i mean i'm sorry tell us what you think uh would the mother-in-law be a problem in the relationship can they uh negatively affect your relationship. There we go. You know what I'm saying? So, okay, meet me this last one. It was it was pouring down raining. Two, Uncle Tim got there quick. Okay, see what I'm saying? Yeah, my Call me when it's an emergency. Don't don't call me on the other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Your mama going to worry about care. all that. He coming, and he, he'll be ready. Let your mama deal with all that petty stuff. Call me when it's a problem. Don't put hands on him because he might put hands on you. So you right. call daddy. And you know what my dad would do? Let me tell you, here's another difference between the mothers and the fathers. Not saying my mom is Your like daddy, this, he'll, he'll shoot, he'll shoot call, through the car. Let's say he'll I was 
Let's say me and you weren't having problems. And nope. I don't even put, don't dad, even put that in the atmosphere. Don't even put that. No, out there. I don't want to put that in the atmosphere. No, say you and somebody general, else. Somebody I'm just else. telling you the type of man my father is. I don't if want you, no smoke. And most fathers, I think most fathers are like this. If you call them trying to vent and tell them what's going on in your relationship, it's a wrap. He gonna tell you, I don't even want to hear. That's you need to work that out between your husband. As he, the well, mamas, no. They gonna have so many opinions and they're gonna have so much to say. They gonna want to hear. No one, not all dads to do that. Some dad to be quick to jump the gun. I ain't talking about no domestic violence type stuff. I'm just talking about everyday little, little small. Oh no, issues. you talk to your mom. We're going to the room you know and, I mean? and yeah. The fathers don't want to hear. Nah, that. not at all. We ain't got time for that. Yeah, so but I want to share. I had posted another question real quickly. Whoa, Would you what? allow? Wait, 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 hold on. Ste- <laughs> what she say? Steph say not my daddy. He nosy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. Okay, read, read the email. One man. of the parents, either one of the parents is gonna be nosy, and the other one just don't give a damn. So read the read the email. What's so the, no, not the email. The other question I posted was: Would you allow your mother-in-law to stay with you for a year? Okay, ooh, we might have to get off of here for that one. You know what I'm saying, yeah, we'll come yeah. back to that one. But everybody, listen, just continue to listen to this. Hundred uh, percent of our followers said on, on yeah on, on YouTube. No. Uh, we out, man. What was that now? Would you allow your mother-in-law to stay with you for a year? Mm. Not one person said yes. What's what's the uh, what's the uh? That was the results. Now what's one the results? Said yes. What's the results? Not one person so said yes. Oh, damn, hundred percent. Damn. Thanks. <laughs> but not too many people answered the first question, so I guess that pretty much sums this it up easy. how that relationship is. What do you think? It, I think it depends. I wouldn't have a problem with it, but my mother-in-law is not like that. She, I don't, I wouldn't have a problem with it for a year. And I think if somebody else put, hold on, let me go back to that. Somebody else put it if they were <laughs> sick. Yeah, somebody else put it, if she is not in good health or lost her job, yes. So under certain circumstances, I agree with that. Yeah, right. like if something like that happened, you you know you would have to. Your mother uh, should not be living with you under no circumstances. Other than that, unless no. unless she's not in good health or sick, but for what? Yeah, there's no way. Like when you when you um when you marry, you definitely don't. You shouldn't have anybody <laughs> in your house. Not yeah, I, I mean it, it has to be a really bad and nobody else. Yeah, so they didn't even, damn, that, that's, that might have been the first time we got 100 on something, right? That was 100%. Yikes. Somebody else put no because then she'll be in y'all business. That's true. That that's is true, true, man. A, and people out there listening, let us know what you feel about that question. Um, would it be fine if your mother-in-law lived, in, lived with you for a year? Would you be cool with that? You know what I'm saying? Would you, would you say hell no? Our listeners said no. Yeah, let us know um, what y'all think about that. Damn, y'all cold out there. They are. <laughs> Let me get into this next question because this one was my favorite. Now, uh, don't attack me. I did not come up with this question. I'm Here just a messenger. Here we go. Nope, I'm just a messenger. We did. I'll say we did not come up with this question. It was brought to our attention because we both both of us <coughs> are American. So you know, this is not something that we have to that that affects us. Oh boy. Um, but it says, do you think it's disrespectful? If your mother-in-law slash in-law come to your house speaking their native language, even though they can also speak English fluently. Hmm. So far, we got 50-50 on that. 
a lot of those of the fifty are um, probably you know from different cultures and yeah. It is. There we it's go. divided. Um, there we go. Fifty percent of Americans said yes. The other fifty who are not one hundred percent American said no. Mm. So what do you think? Do you think it's a sign of disrespect if they come to your house speaking their native language, or do you think it's just a preference? I'm gonna be that guy tonight. Oh boy. I think it's a sign of disrespect. I don't care where you are. I don't care if okay. you're in their home, my home. No, y'all no, can no, be mad wait, at me. Wait, you are. Wait. It is disrespectful. If they're in their home and that's their primary language, that may not always be a sign of disrespect, unless it's some animosity between you two, or you know, something bad blood be that. or something. But if they're in their house, I don't know if it's a sign of disrespect. Now, you should be able to, if that's your primary language and that's what you're most comfortable doing or speaking. You think that's disrespectful? Yeah. Now, I would say if it's something really personal that you don't want nobody to hear and you, and you speak, you're bilingual mm-hmm. and you want to say it in a different language, I'm cool with that. But what but, I think even but in your house, I think I'm, if you're in my house, you pull them to the side and you have that private conversation. I'm talking about what if you guys are all sitting together and it's a family gathering. Everybody's in the living room at your house and one minute y'all speaking English and then something come up and they start speaking their native language. And you just sitting there looking like a dumbass because you don't know what they're saying. It's disrespectful. That's awkward as hell. I don't care where you are. Disrespectful. If you don't have the heart to say it in English, don't say it at all. Right. And let me let me change perspective because the people who you know I don't give a damn. The, 50, the other fifty percent probably looking at it like they don't understand. But what if? Okay, let me take it like this. What if you are um, Jamaican, right? Shout and out to all person, my Jamaicans yeah, out there. Shout out to all the Jamaicans all the West out Indies. there. And the person you're involved with is Jamaican, Hispanic. No, we'll say Hispanic. Mm-hmm. And they come into your house now. They speak in uh, Spanish. You don't know what the hell they're saying. You're not going to feel uncomfortable with that. Everybody would. Or going to somebody's house, and you're the only American there, and they're speaking a different language. I've been <laughs> in situations like that, looking like an idiot. Everybody in there talking a different language. I can see how it can be uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. So. Yeah. Even though everyone has the right to say what they want to say, speak what they want to speak, wh- wherever they are, but to me, that's a sign of disrespect. I don't care where you are. Right. I don't care where that. To me, even if you speak in English and you're whispering, when you're in the house with a bu- like, people consider that being rude and disrespectful. But yeah, you speak in a different language, and knowing that I don't speak the language, yeah, that's disrespectful. I don't care where you are. And they speak it fluently. Yeah. Yeah. You think they're talking about you? Absolutely. I, I done been, I know. I done been in, in, in households where they purposely talk in a different language to me, knowing that I don't speak that language. Try to force me to to, to speak that language. And I wanted to speak it because I wanted to surprise some people. To know. Yeah, I want to know. But it's so funny because whenever we go like out of country to a, to a different country, a different island, I'm telling you, you be cracking me up because sometimes, like, we went to the DR that one time. We didn't know what the hell they were saying. You pulled out that translator app so fast. Oh, yeah. I, I want to know like, what they're saying. What, what are you doing? I want to know what they're saying. Yeah. Every time. Every time, no matter where we are, if you feel like someone is talking about you in a different language, I'm telling you, he always, always, always pulls out that I want to know what they're saying. You, hell, it could save your life. You never know. And for my ladies, like, all of us been through this. We'll be in the nail spot, the uh, nail salon, 
getting our hands and feet done, and they start talking. You know they're talking. Oh, about Oh, she's us. talking about you, yeah. You know, and then yep. they're so rude and disrespectful because they will look you straight in the eye. They talking about you. Talking about you. They call you heifer, bees, h's, in different language. They talking about you. Like they will look you straight in the eye, talking to their, you know, their friend in Chinese or Korean or whatever, and I'm like, that is so disrespectful. I don't tell. I'm like, if I know you're talking about me, I'm not gonna tell. Just imagine, just imagine don't someone from, just imagine from whatever place you're from you, and you put them in an American environment, you know what I'm saying? And they barely know English. And you're saying, maybe talking in slang. Oh, that's even worse. You know what I'm saying? They don't know what you're talking about. That could be considered rude, even though you may not be purposely being rude, but that could be mm-hmm. because that person don't know what you're talking about. And they automatically assume that you understand their native language. Just start talking to you in their native yeah, language, like, and you just sitting there looking like. Anytime, anytime you're around somebody, I don't care if you're in their house or they in their house. The thing is that you want you want to feel comfortable. But sometimes you can't help it because I'm only talking about the cases where the English they they speak English fluently. Yeah, like if they don't, then you can't. Judge them well, if they if they don't, ain't nothing you can do yeah, about it. But I've been in many situations. I mean, it's still where, gonna feel uncomfortable as hell, but but you'll understand. Oh, yeah, I've been in many situations where they they they're bilingual and purposely talking in their native language and not you know English, and that is disrespectful. So, sorry, people. No, I said, hell with y'all. I ain't sorry. Don't be rude. This <laughs> <laughs> is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Don't be rude, man. People out there. Let us know what you think. Yeah, let us know. I'm sure you're going to post this on Instagram. I still so. got love for everybody. All, it, yeah, I have love for everybody. Islanders, foreigners, everybody. I can't learn all the languages. I would like to learn like at least Spanish learn. and and Creole because being in South Florida, those are the 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 two popular uh, languages mm-hmm. here. Since there's so many, you know, Cubans and and Puerto Ricans, just Hispanics, right. and you know, I would like to learn those too. Me too. I would too. I can understand it i can't speak it fluently but i would like to do better we got so. love for all y'all man yeah, don't you know don't absolutely. get sensitive on us you know what i'm saying but leave a uh let us know what you think about this particular read the, the the topic again so they know what to say that's your job oh that's my job come on now whoa okay whatever do you think it's disrespectful are you done go ahead wait on you do you think it's disrespectful if your mother-in-law or in-laws come to your house speaking their native language, even though they speak English fluently. So let us know what y'all think. Absolutely. A few people ask we're in this situation. That is that man. That's uncomfortable, man. I that don't is. think I've ever been in a situation. Maybe I have, no, I have, but it didn't affect me too much. It didn't really bother me. I didn't care at the moment, but. It was just weird and awkward. Now, if I felt like the vibe was off and I know you talking about me, I'll probably say something like, yo, what she said? Or Man, what you, he said? You're a, qu- you're a coward if you're talking another language about somebody. If you're right. Now, if you ain't got the heart to say it in English. If that's just their preference and... Cowards. <laughs> Hell with all that. You know better. You might get hands put on you if you're talking English. That's why. What? Yeah. Cowards. That's too much. That is too much. Mm-mm. What else we got before we get out of here, man? That was it. I really don't want to get into this email. It's it's too long. Yeah. Um, but basically, it was about that. It was about um, this guy. He's black. He's American. Um, it's somebody I know 
um, that was in the military. He's, he was stationed in Korea. He met his wife in Korea, but her family's half Korean, half black. And I guess whenever the mother Oh, so she looked like A. a Marie then. She A. Marie. This is one thing. Um, whenever the mother-in-law comes over, she speaks English. She does speak English uh, fluently, but I think there's some... <laughs> I don't know. There's something between the mother-in-law and, and, this, and this guy, but he doesn't like it when she speaks Korean in his house. Oh, okay. He feels left out, so... That's where that question um, stemmed from. Yeah, pull it to the side and, and let her know, hey. Well, you he know. said he he talked to his wife about it and um, kind of explained to her that he he said he told his wife to respond back in English. <laughs> hey, pull it to the pull it to the side, pull it to the side. And say, hey, you know what? When you and your peoples come over here, you know, I don't feel right. I, I feel uncomfortable. I appreciate you guys speaking English. Not that I'm in your conversation, uh, your business, but. Oh well. Ooh, they gonna catch an attitude. Respect that, man. Respect that. Like, you know. But what you should. I mean, if you're in somebody else's house, you should. I don't care where you are. I don't care where you are. You, you can't tell them people what to do in their house. You can't, but you could express yourself and let you know, hey, I don't feel comfortable with you guys speaking a different language. Well, and when then, you were in that situation, did you ask them, like, you know what, you guys, what, what, I don't know what y'all said. No, I didn't. I was young. English. You know what I'm saying? I didn't I didn't want to be disrespectful. I was that's young. Me. If I'm in an uncomfortable situation, I'm going to do one or two things. I'm going to leave or I'm going yeah. to address it. Well, now I would do either one. Right. Back then, I was young. I didn't want to be disrespectful, so I just took it. Because I don't want to take anything the wrong way, and, yeah. and then there's a misunderstanding. I'll simply ask me, like, but, you know what y'all saying? You're like, I don't understand. I you know, I'll make a joke about it. I don't understand what y'all saying and laugh it off or whatever. And, you know, if they continue to do it after I address I just it, won't show that up might no more. be a little disrespectful. Yeah, I just won't show up no more. That's just what it is, man. Yep. Yeah, so let us know. Let us know, y'all. And again... You want to tell us anything, leave me stories, comments. One place you could do is at Gmail, the Thomas Gain 2020 at gmail.com. And again, subscribe, like, share on YouTube, hit the notification bell, and you can also check us out on Spotify. You know what I'm saying? Just in case you can't watch the video on YouTube, you don't want to get in trouble at work, listen to it on Spotify. Same thing with Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Anchor as well. So, you got anything else before we get out of here? No, I think that was a good um, episode. Yeah, man. Again, Islanders, don't be mad at me. Foreigners, love you. Islanders. Foreigners, Islanders. Any country. Ebonics, yeah. speakers, baby mamas, baby daddies, baby, street people. Baby mamas and the baby daddies. You know what I'm saying? People on the ground, on the sewer, all y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got love for all y'all, man. Don't get sensitive on us. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. All right. Thomas Gang, man, and we out. That was good. Yup. <laughs>